Welcome back to the Kingdom Podcast Show, everybody. Hey, listen, we have a great show for you today. I'm excited about it because I get a chance to share with you uh, one of my most famous uh, prayers and probably your uh, one of your most famous prayers that you've heard growing up for decades. Uh, today, we're going to unpack and um, expound on uh, again, one of the most uh, prolific prayers that I believe of all times. Uh, many have memorized it, have quoted it for decades. Uh, can you guess which prayer it is? All right. If you said the serenity prayer by Reinhold Niebuhr, you are exactly right. Yes, we're going to talk about the serenity prayer. You know, recently I was reading T.D. Jake's book, Disruptive Thinker, and so thinking. And so uh, in reading that book, um, he mentioned about the serenity prayer. And, man, it just jumped out at me, and it brought back memories of that prayer because We've all seen it, you know. Um, we've seen it in uh, on the walls of our homes growing up. We've seen it on the cover of Bibles. We've seen it even on social media homepages. Um, but it's not just something that we should just overlook uh, because in today's time, we, we see a lot of things that are happening around us, and um, we just have to stop. For a moment, just to reflect on that prayer sometimes. Uh, it's a great prayer uh, that I believe that gets the attention of our God. It simply says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. Courage to change the things that I can. And the wisdom to know the difference. This quote sums up uh, the essence of of the serenity prayer and how it can help us live a more impactful, fulfilling, and joyful life. That is what we're talking about on the Kingdom Podcast show today, and I hope and pray that you will listen in and hear from God through this prayer because I believe that it is going to impact your life in a very special way. So with that being said, let's get into that prayer right now as we are speaking. Right, the serenity prayer and how it's impacted your life. Uh, many of us, like I said, we've seen it growing up in the offices and on the Bible covers, social media pages, all of this. And today we just want to discuss scripturally how we can take this little short prayer and make a big impact in our world today. Are you interested? Let's dive deep into this. Let's look at the three instructional dynamics that I believe can propel us 
and make a huge impact for advancement in spiritual renewal and physical health. Um, spiritual renewal and physical health is very important to the kingdom man. It's very important even to the kingdom uh, woman. Anybody that is trying to make a difference in this life, knowing how to pray and uh, having the heart, the character, the spiritual stamina to um, take on life's most daunting task many times, we've got to know how to pray. We've got to know how to go to battle. And uh, we talk about praying a lot on the Kingdom Podcast show because the Bible says men should always pray. Uh, beautiful are those prayers uh, of those the prayers of the righteous why because they availeth much so uh, all of this when I was studying and just hearing from God about this podcast uh, episode today um, God shown me some things that I believe that will enhance us so that we can be victorious in every aspect of our daily life. And also, not only that, but to have history, hear me good, have history of small but enormous wins to behold. Did you hear what I said? Have history of small but enormous wins. That Where's that at? Not only here in the natural but in the spirit, in spiritual things, enormous wins to behold. In other words, on the days when it seemed like when you got more month than money or on the days when there's a battle between you and your spouse, on the days when it seems like your children are just not getting it and they're not where you need them to be or uh, whatever, some might Something might be going on on your job that really you have no control over, but you are expected to perform this duty. Listen, stop and pray. Stop and give time to pray. If need be, say the model prayer. Abba Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Or you see what I'm saying? The model prayer. And then here it is. This is a prayer of serenity. I believe that is so key, so important to all of us that we must learn to pray effectively. So let's talk about it. What is serenity when we pray the serenity prayer? What are we saying? What are we praying? Serenity means, listen here, being calm peaceful, and still, which can only come about by focusing on God. See, there's a difference when we pursue God. Mm -hmm. Focusing on the world or the desires of the world and the flesh will not bring you serenity into your life. You can't get those wins that I was talking about, those uh small but enormous wins to behold. You only get that by focusing and pursuing God and we and, and being in his presence. And this is uh, a dying to yourself daily. 
dying to yourself daily. Paul says, I die to myself daily. So what does that mean? How do we unpack that? What does that look like? That because that that looks like being calm and peaceful. In other words, getting into a place of posture, getting into a place so that serenity can be the uh, focus upon God, that calming. He is our joy. He is our strength. He's an everlasting God. That's who he is. He's a healer. He's a sustainer. He develops us through the circumstance and situations that we encounter. See, not all the time Satan is taking you through or causing fiery darts hit you. Sometimes God allows these things in life. He says in life, we, 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 we're going to have troubles and trials and tribulations. He didn't say that this life was going to be easy, but he did says that whatever we go through, it's already finished. <laughs> Meaning that it has an expiration date and you can declare your victory by what you know of him, talking about God, what you know of him and what he has said. Why? Because his word does not go out and return unto him void. So when we're talking about the serenity prayer and when we're talking about how to pray and how to um, behold those enormous, I believe, spiritual winds, especially in seasons of emotional self-inadequacy. We see a lot of that in our culture today. Emotional self-inadequacy. Be careful with seasons of emotional inadequacy. That is equated when we are dealing with everyday life in the culture and society that we're living in. So how do we handle such daunting times and debilitating emotions that we as kingdom men, and I do have women that listen to this podcast show talking to you as well. How do we handle that when we go through it? I want to give you three helpful steps that I believe will give a divine burst of energy into spiritual stamina, into our spiritual stamina and well-being. I'm going to give you three steps that will give us a divine burst of energy into our spiritual stamina and well-being. Here is number one. Like in the prayer it says, accept the things you cannot change. Mm-hmm. You have the ability, you have the authority to accept the things that you cannot change. What does that look like? This is the first line of the serenity prayer that we focus on if we're going to use this as a model. And that's what we're using it as. It's a model. It's a model prayer. It's also a uh a biblical understanding as well. And we'll break it down with scripture. I believe that giving scripture in anything you do, um, not bending shape scripture to fit our 
form and what we want, but it gives us some solitude as far as how we can overcome and achieve that which God has already spoken over our lives. And that's what we're using this as a model. I want you to get that. I want you to understand that. There are keys in this prayer to finding peace, hear me good, in any situation. Acceptance does not mean recognition or giving up. You hear that? But rather acknowledging the reality of what is and trusting that God has a plan for everything, for everyone. In other words, you have a purpose because God has already had a plan for your life. You just then stumble into where you are right now. But there was a plan and a purpose to where you are. That's why we must know who we are spiritually and physically so that we can have those small wins with enormous impact. Acceptance frees us. That's what it does. This prayer to accept, it frees us from wasting our time and energy on things that are beyond our control and allows us to focus on what we can do. So no matter what you go through, if there are things that you cannot control, you need to get a deeper relationship with God. Once you have that deeper relationship with God, there are things, ask God, God, show me what you want me to do here. There are things that I cannot control but I know that you are in control. And so I accept now show me God. That's how you pray. You, you show, you ask God to show me beyond my control, what you are doing and how I can apply what is happening in my life based upon what the scripture says. Then you find a scripture that will be fitting to the situation that you're going through. Now, as an example, I want to use Philippians 4, 6, and 7, which says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, in other words, that goes beyond your human ability, Paul says, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Beautiful prayer. Don't be anxious because many times what we go through before we accept it, we, we, we get ex- excited. We, we, we get emotional. That's why I was talking about your emotional stamina. You've got to learn to have emotional stamina. You might want to write that word down. You might want to pay attention to that. Having emotional and spiritual stamina when you're going through. Then, number two, it says this. Change the things you can. There are some things you cannot change. That was number one, accepting the things that you cannot change. But then there's number two, there's an action there. Change the things that you can. There are things that we can do. You know, don't sit on the sidelines of doing nothing 
and allow life to pass you on because you're going through a season, hear me good, through a season of discomfort. Mm -hmm. When you're going through that season of discomfort, when you're going through things that you don't understand, when you're going through things that you uh, seemingly is out of your control, that is where your spiritual stamina steps in. Having that, and how do you get it? You get it through prayer. You get it through knowing who God is. You get it through interactions with your surroundings. But not only that, just interacting with your surroundings because you can't shut down, okay? You, you cannot afford to shut down just because you're going through something. You can't afford to be mad and, you know, be anxious because you've made some bad choices or you allowed other people's choices to influence your life rather than allowing what God says about you to be who you really are. But you step back. Somebody say, I need to step back, assess my damages so that I can move on because there are things that I can do. Okay. There are things that you can do. There are things you can do right now. Now, with me saying that, there's somebody right now feeling the heat of what is being said. You're feeling the effect of it right now because you're in that place right now. And you know, there are people who know exactly what I'm talking about right now. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's someone that you know. But let's not focus on somebody else. Let's focus on us. Let's focus on what we're going through. Let's accept the things that that are happening in our lives and how we can be the agent of change, how we can be, as uh, my brother T.D. Jake says, be a disruptor with our thinking. Yeah. You need courage. You need courage. Here's an affirmation. I have the courage to change and to do Today, what I couldn't do yesterday, but today I have the courage and the stamina and I will advance. Start making you some affirmations of that promotes change. Why? Because you have that authority, you have that ability, it is in you, God has spoken it over your life. Courage does not mean fearlessness or recklessness, but rather taking action. That's what I was talking about earlier. Taking action despite our fears and our doubts. Courage empowers us to make positive changes in our lives and in our world. That disrupted thinking you have the power to change. You have the ability to speak those things that are not as though it is and has been. It's been waiting on you. There is a better life that is waiting on you. When you get tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired, then that's when change happens and that's when change comes. Even when it's hard or uncomfortable, courage helps us to grow and learn from our challenges. 
and mistakes. There is nobody perfect. All have come short of the glory of God. All have sinned. All have come short. I'm reminded of Joshua. Joshua 1 and 9 says this. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Why? For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So don't allow all of the chaos and calamity of the world shape and mold who you are. Because many times if you'll step back, you will see exactly what God is doing. You'll see that the change in your life that is needed requires a better you. Not the former you, but the newness that is in Christ Jesus is in you. Yeah. And number three, know the difference between what you can and cannot change. There are things, there's a difference that we can change and there are things that we cannot change. There are some things that God has a plan, a purpose, and a process. We've talked about it before. A plan, a purpose, and a process. The plan for your life. The purpose of your life. And the process that he's going to take you through. Many times, it's not meant for things to change immediately. There are some things has to be developed. You have to grow through to go through. I'm going to say that again. There are some things you have to grow through to go through. You just don't go through it without growing through it. There has to be a developmental process. We see that in the birthing of a baby. That baby has to grow inside of the mother's womb. And as it grows, there are growing pains for the woman. And when that baby has met full maturity, the birthing pains get so severe that it causes contractions. Then they begin to count the contractions. And then there's a baby. The baby is born. It has to go through the birthing canal, discomforting to the baby. The baby enters the world. And as it enters the world, there are hands laid on that baby. It's cleaned up. It's cold. It's in an environment until it's warm and comfortable. And it screams out and it cries and it wails. Then it's comforted by the mother and all the loved ones that have gathered to see this beautiful baby. The baby is fed. It's now breathing on its own. It goes through a developmental stage It has to learn to crawl, has to learn to walk, has to learn to talk, how to eat. Then it grows, goes to school, preschool, elementary, junior high, high school, and then goes on to college and it goes into the world and it produces life. 
These are the developmental stages of life. And many times, that's an example, but many times the, the small wins, as we were talking about, develops into enormous, enormous capabilities of change of agent and agents of change, excuse me. In this third part of the serenity prayer, know the difference between what you can and cannot change. So key and it's so important. The, the, the key here is the wisdom in any situation. Wisdom does not mean knowing everything. That's not wisdom. When you know everything, you're no earthly good. Okay? There should always be somebody in your corner, in your circle, that knows more than you. Because that's how you grow. You grow through being a good follower of somebody. Somebody who is highly seasoned more than you are. That's why you have a mother and a father. And if you don't have a mother and a father, that's why you have an uncle or aunt or a pastor or uh, whoever it may be. Someone who's seasoned, someone who sees further down the road than you do, and they're looking unto a God that sees even further. With discernment and challenges of life, they become pillars of the community. That is what God is calling all of us to be in this day and time we're living in. Because nobody's coming to (laughs) rescue us. The government's not going to do it. The political parties is not going to do it. Sometimes friends and family, they have their own lives. So we've got to understand and know that I need wisdom for my situation, my circumstance. Again, wisdom does not mean knowing everything or having all the answers, but rather discerning what is important and what is not. Did you hear that? Discerning what is important and what is not. What is helpful and what is harmful. What is within my power and what is not. Wisdom guides us, hear me good, to make good decisions. Good choices that align with God and God's will and the purpose for our lives. That's what wisdom does. James said it so clear. I love James because James tell it like it is. (laughs) James says, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. See, many times we're seeking everybody's opinion, seeking everybody's advice. But we hadn't turned to God and asked him for his wisdom. Wisdom is the principle. It's the principle of success. That's why he says, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. It will be given unto you. 
So I need you to do something. I need you to look at this prayer. Write it down. Put it on your wall. Like I said, many of us grew up with that serenity prayer on our grandmother's wall, and we we all seen it, and we may just looked at it or read it, but really didn't understand it. I need you to take a look back at that serenity prayer. I believe it'll be a blessing to you right now. For some people that are listening to this podcast show today, this has been a blessing to you. It's reminded you that you are winning and that you are successful. It's reminding, it's intent. The Kingdom Podcast Show is here to inspire you and to inform you to live stronger, healthier, better lives in Christ Jesus. The Kingdom way. The prayer simply says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. Courage to change the things that I can. And the wisdom to know the difference. I pray and hope that you be blessed by hearing of this word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I've presented unto you today wisdom, shared faith. Now it's left up to you whether you will adhere to the words, the spoken words of God speaking through me, through scripture, through this prayer. We thank God for the a prayer, a simple prayer of Reinhold Niebuhr that have blessed the masses. Wow, what a wonderful day we're living in and times. I pray and hope that you guys will enjoy the rest of your evening. May God continue to bless you. And if you will, please, ma'am, please, sir, If you will scroll down to the page that you're listening to this podcast show, you will see pod page, The Kingdom Podcast Show, where you're able to interact with us. We want to hear from you. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if this model prayer here has been a blessing to you, how the podcast show is blessing you. If you would like to donate, you're able to donate there as well. Any gift of your amount is always accepted here and it will be used for the content and for advancing God's kingdom if you want to be a part of that please do but pray for us that we continue to grow stronger to continue being a blessing worldwide that's what our aim and purpose is to do let it be God's will we love you and we'll see you next week